Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Love having on the program. Uh, anytime I, I can, uh, people from the Children's Museum of Houston, uh, I've been, uh, our family have been members for a very long time. I love our membership. Uh, I, I brought my kids there, my, my grandkids there, um, and in fact has been a gift to uh, my kids with kids. Um, as well. So uh, I'm a fan, and, and today we're going to have someone involved in the development department there at the museum, Emily Pen- Pennington. Emily, welcome to the program. Uh, glad to have you on. Talk a little bit, you know, because we always have new listeners. Kind of give us just a panoramic overview of the Children's Museum to get started. Yeah, absolutely. So the Children's Museum is located in the Museum District in Houston. And one thing I like to say is it's a lot more than a museum. Yes, we have the museum and there's some amazing exhibits there. We have Kidtropolis, which is always a hit, which is the pretend town for kids and different exhibits spanning STEM. So the museum itself is amazing, but we also have our outreach programs, which is something a lot of people don't know about, where we have different programs throughout the city to help enrich learning experiences. Yeah, I like to call it, and I think you may have called it first, but I can't say for sure, but for, I like to kind of refer to it as the un-museum, because you do at this museum all kinds of stuff you're not supposed to do in museums. <laughs> you know, you get to handle it, it's very tactical, uh, roll up your sleeves, that, you don't get to do that in museums, and so in some ways, it's kind of the un-museum museum, and I think that's what makes it unique, so I'm a fan, obviously. Um, let's talk a little bit about these uh, these programs that you just mentioned, uh, the, the development area that uh, is helping young people when it comes to um, improving their, their lives through experiential learning. Talk about how that works and your outreach programs. Give, give us a, a look into that. Yeah, absolutely. So being one location kind of centralized in Houston, one thing that we really want to make sure is that kids who maybe can't make it to the museum ever or often get opportunities to either make it to the museum or experience different learning things that we have in their neighborhood. So we partner with schools, community centers, YMCAs, different things like that for a variety of different programmings that range from early learning parenting workshops to help parents learn how to learn their children's learning styles. I know I'm saying the word learn a lot, but that's what we're talking about. Um, To middle school programs like our science workshop at Edison Middle School, where middle schoolers get to go after school and use things like 3D printers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it'd be really, I I wish schools would adapt um, approaches like the museum has. You know, so so many schools, so much of education, it's so much like it was in the uh, 19th century. It hasn't changed that much. Um, and really somehow things like it's not really educational unless the kid doesn't like it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's not a really good way of approaching it. And uh, I love the Children's Museum because people go and, or and, and as you're talking about, this museum goes to them and if they're not careful, they're going to learn stuff even without realizing it. Absolutely. And we do have people come to the museum. We make a huge effort to bring people to the museum as well. We actually have the most extensive free admission program of museums in the nation. So 35% of our visitors actually get to come here free of charge. We also do probably my favorite thing the museum does. We do our free 
family our family math adventures and during the school year we bus in different title one schools not just the students but the parents and their families and they get to experience the museum with their families with their friends and do math activities throughout the museum Yes, and, and you have a very specific uh, objective goal financially right now. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we just have been working on our annual fund campaign. Um, the museum works really hard at the end of the year so that we can go into the next year with a good foundation. So we're about $7,500 away from our goal right now, and we have been sending out mailing mailing letters, different emails, posting on social media, things like that, just to try and get the word out. Yes, and uh, kind of give us a sense of what, what the objective is here. Uh, I know with your, your annual programs like this, you've got specific campaign objectives in mind. This is what you want to do. Your goal is $50,000, my understanding, for this particular campaign. What will happen when you reach that goal? Well, obviously, we would love to exceed that goal, but every single dollar that we raise through that goes directly into our outreach program. So every dollar that we raise through this is going to go to buying new supplies to go to a school, help pay for buses to bring kids to the school. So you can count on, like, every dollar we have just gets us a further reach in Houston. Yeah, I love that. And by the way, it's so important. I think a lot of people will hear this and go, yeah, but, I mean, come on, you do have great opportunities for people to go for free. You know, uh, you know, why do you have to go to the schools? Well, frankly, a lot of these kids are living in, in, uh, in environments where it's hard for, to get mom and dad to even take them. A lot of them uh, are homes with no cars. They're going to school, and that's it, in their own neighborhood. I mean, there's so many dynamics that are going on, and this really helps and challenges going on, and this approach of going straight to the kids in the schools overcomes a lot of that. Absolutely. Even during the summers, we have programs with different YMCA camps. We're taking activities to different community centers and things like that because students only spend about 19% of their wake hours in school, so providing this opportunity in a convenient spot outside of school hours can really help enrich their learning experience. Yeah, I think that's so important. And it's, a, it's a, a variety of things. Is that correct? Or do you tend to have a very heavy theme, um, you know, at, at various times? You know, like exhibits, right? The exhibits are constantly changing. Are the themes changing as well on these outreaches? We do cycle through activities so that it's always something fresh. If a kid's been using our program for a while or going to our activities for a while, there's something new. But overall, they, we really just focus on having educator-backed educator content that focuses on basic learning skills in STEM. So we look at what the state is testing on and make sure that we're reinforcing those skills. But things will change, like it'll be a new, a new subject matter, a new, new theme for the game that we're playing, but it's really focusing on those learning skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very good. Talk a little bit about the age grades, you know, the age range, rather, of, uh, of these outreach programs? What, what are you gearing it to? And are they demographically geared towards areas like I described where it's not easy for the kids necessarily to come downtown and go to the museum district? 
Absolutely. We partner with community centers and different social service centers that are already meeting a need in the community. So we know that the people that come to that place are in need of different services. So that's kind of how we, we target those areas. Um, and then we serve from, our outreach programs serve from infants. We have different programs where kids can sit there with their parents and it goes from tummy time to walking to song time and kind of that early learning to, to build a good foundation. And our oldest age that we kind of help with is um, our science workshop at Edison Middle School. So that's sixth through eighth graders who are learning a lot higher level math. And we've had really amazing success with that program. Gotta love it. Awesome. Okay, so I need you to begin to wrap it up with some final thoughts as well as the best website for people to get more information. Absolutely. Um, final thoughts are, um, you know, we're much more than a museum. Remember that we have these outreach programs. Remember that everything in the museum is geared towards helping children learn and supporting the Children's Museum does, does a lot of good. Um, it's also always worth coming and visiting the museum. We have snow days right now and New Year's noon going on this weekend. So it's always worth coming and seeing everything that you can experience here in person. Uh, the best place to donate is cmhouston.org and there's a donate button right on the website. It's just a little bubble that you can click on to donate. Yeah, people should. I encourage people to. I've been a long fan and continue to be uh, of this. I think it's so important. I think one, honestly, it's it's uh, we you, we both laughed at my statement about uh, uh, learning isn't learning unless it's ugly or hard. Uh, but that's I think is a truism. I think that's a truism that exists in culture that goes back really to the 19th century. And uh, I think that uh, it really does, unfortunately, create an environment for kids to, th to see, see learning as a, as a drudgery when it really should be fun. Um, and so I love what you guys do. I think it's so important. So make sure you check that out. And thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Yep, really enjoyed it. And, uh, again, want to encourage the listeners to check it out. Uh, Emily Pennington from the uh, Children's Museum of Houston. Happy New Year, Emily. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.